Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. You know, it's funny that you bring that up because we actually have the perfect person to ask this specific question to. No, this is Karen we're not going to ask We her. ain't. I am. Karen, she's been listening. If you wonder what we're talking about? Yes, I, wa- did I wander into an episode of Entertainment Tonight podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll tell you, I, 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 you know, Sam doesn't like to go down this rabbit hole with me what, from what? time to time when I have these. This is, this is my opinion. And I said that there is a group of singers, all-time greats, but when they perform, their audience is predominantly women. Because they, you know, that thing in their voice. Luther, you go back. I mean, listen, this is a long mm-hmm. list. You can go back to Elvis if you want. But yep, yep. I brought up Bruno Mars as the latest inductee into that category. And the majority of the people that are going to be at his concerts, not Silk Sonic, but Bruno, is going to be a lot of screaming women. And that I personally would want to take my lady to a concert. I'll buy him the tickets for her to go with her girlfriends. But... <laughs> But I don't want to be there that because it's you know it's just I'll be there afterwards. But I'm not going because if you've been to those concerts with, with you know and again there's a list of guys who yep. have that and Bon Jovi was one of them. Yeah. Would you want to be there with yeah. your husband? Yeah, I mean concerts? I remember. I can't believe I'm going off topic Uh-oh. like this. Yeah, there you Maybe twenty. I guess it was twenty years ago. Um, uh, my my husband took me to to see D'Angelo. There you go. And, and D'Angelo, and let me tell you, it had to be three fourths of the audience for women. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How did he feel? <laughs> oh yeah. How did yeah, he feel? How did your husband feel? I mean, he didn't. Hey, he didn't mind being around a lot of women. <laughs> see, see, see. Hey, did you see, want him? See, would you see. prefer to go on with the girlfriends of that show, though? No, I think it was all. You know, I'm going over the steps. It was fine. Well, you're breaking up a little bit. Hopefully, we can get a better signal with you. It's Karen Pastana, Tennis Panorama, joining us. Karen's been with us for years. Anytime we talk tennis. Uh, she's the person we go to, and I understand you're traveling a little bit, so hopefully the reception is well. But Sam's already got the uh, the French Open up on TV. We're seeing Sloane Stevens, who was who had a hiccup in the first set, but she seems to have regrouped and made it look like a practice session. <laughs> this yeah. l- this she, last she's right at the ship, as we say, because she's up five love in the third. Yeah. Uh, talk about her and the women's, as long as we're on the women's side, uh, what to expect uh, as this, is this uh, tournament gets started and some names to look for. Well, definitely the, the top seed who's coming in on a 28-match winning streak, and that's Iga Sviantek, number one in the world. I mean, for me, this is her tournament to win or lose. She's just so been so dominant this year. And um, after that... I would have said I would have said uh, a woman from Tunisia, Anjabur, but right now she's in a fight to stay in her first round match against um, Magdalena Lynette. But Iga, uh, I think it's all for her. I really, 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 it's she's just been so dominant. I can't see anybody beating her. 
who really from, can. Who from the U.S. side may have a little breakthrough? And, 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 and well, and you know, um, maybe maybe Coco Gauff. Okay. Uh, she would have a, a bit of a hurdle with uh, playing uh, Gabina Muguruza probably, I think, in the fourth round okay. if they, she gets that far. But, you know, she always has a chance. And, uh, and she, you know, she likes the clay court. And, I, you know, she's, she's got a shot. She's got a shot. Listen, I'm confused. I really am. Uh, Karen Pastana, Tennis Panorama, uh, joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. I asked Karen for a second, well, who are some of the women we should keep an eye out for? And she didn't mention a name I was thinking of. I mean, nothing, no fault to you, but I said, I'm confused now because not what? only did you not mention Naomi Osaka, but then on the heels of going into this conversation with you, I want to get your thoughts on the number one player who just, like, backed up 10 yards and punted her career away, Ash Barty, and what that uh, means for this tournament. Because those two names are traditionally, at least over the last year or two, the names you think about one or the other going to win this thing, if not Serena, of course. But Well, let me say, first let me talk about Osaka. Osaka clay is not her surface. It's just not. It never has been unless she does stuff to something to improve on clay. Clay is not her surface. And even if she had been, she's not seated because she hasn't played as much over the past year, so she doesn't have enough ranking points to put her seating, you know, to rank in the top 32. So, you know, you know everyone thinks about, oh, yeah, she's a top player, but clay is not her surface. It, it never has been, to be quite honest. And as far as... Um, Ash Barty. Uh, Ash Barty, okay. Well, you know, when I wish she was going to retire, <laughs> in all honesty, I was not all that surprised because becoming the first Australian woman to win the title in so many years, uh, you know, almost 50 years, she had done everything she wanted to do, Australia and Wimbledon, her two priorities, although she won the French Open first, and that was a surprise to a lot of people. But also during the last two years of this pandemic and all the lockdowns and whatnot in Australia, and she had to be away from her home for so long, and um, she's also engaged, I guess she's like, you know, I, I, I don't know how much money she's worth. Maybe she's worth, I don't know, $25, $30 million. I'm like, you know, I, I can live on this for the rest of my life. I'm going to have fun, and thanks, tennis, bye-bye. Yeah, see, that's, <laughs> that, no, and that makes, that makes perfect sense. And this is the reason why we're never going to see a lot of those records in other sports, the team sports, fall. Because these guys make so much money. By, she's what, 27? 26. Not even, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like 26, yeah, yeah. 26, she's been able to rent a car for one year. Okay, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> she's already retired because she got all the money in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Folks, spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning is players began at Roland Garros by Karen Pistane. And you can follow her. She is social on Tennis Panorama News as on Twitter at Tennis News TPN, at Tennis News TPN. On the men's side, I know that Nadal is going to be there. We know that Djokovic is going to play this tournament, but I'm watching the kid, Alcaraz. To me, he oh, could be Carlos Alcaraz, Carlito. Carlito. Um, <laughs> Carlito, because his father is also Carlos. That's why they call him Carlito. Oh, okay. I just like saying Carlito. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Carlos Alcaraz. Oh, my goodness. The best way to describe him, and I say this to people all the time, if Djokovic... Nadal and Federer had a baby, 
it would be Carlos Alcaraz be because good. he has a little part of each of their games. Wow. He likes to come to net. He's crafty to come in like Federer. Of course, he can slug it out in the baseline like, uh, like Rafa and Djokovic, and he's pretty flexible like Djokovic too. And he kind of has a Djokovic hair, but that's uh, beside the point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he he's just he's you know he he's won tor- he's beaten the Dow, he's idol, he's coming in winning a bunch of tournaments. You know, it's going to be really interesting. And if the final eight, uh, the projected final eight, come to pass, it will be Djokovic versus Nadal, Alexander Zverev versus Alcaraz in the top half of the men's draw. That would be nuts. Because having Djokovic and Nadal play each other in the quarterfinals, and then the winner of that, presumably playing the winner of Zverev, Alcaraz, the top men's part of the men's draw is just the showstopper this year. And that's what we talk, Sam and I talked about that earlier in the show. And I thought it was a mistake for the French Open to, to put them in the same draw because those are the two you want to see, meaning Nadal and uh, Djokovic, in the final. But is there a method behind their madness? And you're talking about this new kid who may be what's next to put him up against what possibly could be either Nadal or Djokovic in the finals. Because he yeah, takes one of those guys out, it's one of those all-timers. Yeah, I mean, but, the, you know, the draws are randomly made. So, believe me, I think they would have preferred if uh, two, of those guys, you know, uh, two of those guys were on the other side of the draw because then the men's final would have been crazy. You know, there would have been, say, Djokovic and Alcaraz or Nadal and Alcaraz or whatever. They would have preferred it that way, but that's the randomness of the draw. But, you know, no one's thinking about the other side of the draw. Maybe this is an opportunity for whoever comes out of the other side for the men because they don't have to face those guys. Only one of them in the final, whereas the other three have to beat up on two of them to get there. So, you know, we'll see. Y'all know how we'll I feel. see, but I, you know, if I had to put down money on somebody, I guess I would put it on the kid uh, Alcaraz because he's just he's just been hot. You know, it's he has nothing to lose. He just turned nineteen. You know how fearless you are when you're nineteen, and yeah. uh, you know, well, he's having fun. He doesn't feel the pressure yet. And meanwhile, Nadal, you know, he's not a hundred percent. He'd be going for major number twenty two and. Djokovic going for major 21. So Y'all know how you know. I feel about that dude, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this. Today is his birthday. Who's that? Djokovic. Djokovic. Oh. Yep. Today yep. is Djokovic's birthday. And and is this machine going to continue? Do you see anybody derailing this guy from the top of the, top of the mountain? I, I don't, actually. I, I really don't. I mean, people have to figure out how to beat him. You know, that's... You have to do if to step up and figure it out how to beat him. But he's, you know, he gets better. Ever since many uh, years ago, he used to have a allergy. Well, he still has an allergy to gluten, and he totally changed his diet and everything. And after that, he he really started soaring. Not that he wasn't soaring before, but he's just a better player and more focused on his health in some ways. I'll qualify that in some ways. <laughs> anyway. We'll see what happens. Yeah. At least he's, he's going to get a chance to play this one because, you know, some other tournaments he wasn't able to play. That makes it uh, exciting, some intrigue. 
and we watch and see what happens going forward. I want to see if any American male can come through. Taylor Fritz going to do anything over there? Opelka maybe? No, Taylor. You know, and people forget about Riley Opelka. You know, they don't think the American men can't play on clay, but Riley, you know, he's he, you know he's a big guy, big serve. You know, that serve could penetrate the clay, could help him. You know, we'll see. He's not afraid to play on clay. I mean, there's so many American men that are afraid to play on clay, but Riley, you never know with him. I mean, he's not afraid. And that serve, <laughs> serve could kill anybody. Yeah. You know, you talk, You guys talked about um, Naomi, this, Naomi and this not being her surface. Um, Sam and I earlier talked about Federer. This is not his surface. This is one of the reasons why he's not playing, of course, coming back from injury. For those who don't follow the sport right now, but anytime you talk tennis, they're going to want to know what's up with Serena. Has she retired? We're going to see her again. Will it be Wimbledon, or is she going to wait till the, to the U.S. Open? What's yep. an update, if at all, with Serena that you know of? You know, it's so funny because last time I was on the phone with you guys, I said I didn't think Serena was going to play the French Open. And you're like, what? She lives in France? And I'm like, it's because, you know, it was a tough surface to play. And I think she's saving herself for Wimbledon because that grass court, she can own that grass court when she's 100%. And people don't realize right now, since she hasn't played many tournaments, her ranking right now is in the 250s. And Venus is in the 400s. So if, so if she's going to play Wimbledon, she's going to have to get a wild card to get in, which, of course, she will. I mean, she's won the title so many times. But I think she was, she's saving her energy for Wimbledon. I mean, I don't know if she's going to retire anytime soon, but I really do think that she's saving her energy for Wimbledon to hey, come back on there. Karen, before we let you go, i got to ask you this, because you mentioned Wimbledon and the news that came out that the WTA and the ATP – are going to pull their rankings from whoever does whatever at Wimbledon because they're going to make their statement about Wimbledon excluding the uh, Russian and Bel- was it Bel- Belarusians. Belarusians yeah. because uh, yes, of what's they, going on with the war. They basically said that they're, ba- they're banning them from the tournament. They right. can't play, and the, and the WTA and the ATP tours are like, no, you can't do that. So the points for Wimbledon for everyone will not count. Nothing. So what we're saying basically is this year – Wimbledon is basically an exhibition match. <laughs> you could say that, yes, but let me tell you, the folks that win those titles are not going to think it's an exhibition. No, no, <laughs> They'll no. be happy to have the trophies, <laughs> points or no. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Karen, thank you as always for uh, being a part of the show and, and coming. We're going to be uh, talking to you next week. It's because it's, it's a fortnight, right? Yeah. Do you call it a fortnight when it's the French Open? Yep. I guess you know. I love the French. I love the French. Well, I, I'm not in Paris this year. Maybe next year. But yes, love the French. Yep. <laughs> All right, Karen Pastain and Tennis Panorama. Thank you as always. Thanks, Karen. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 